You're listening to the Hello Lovely Podcast with Christy Williams, episode 104. Hello Lovely, today we're talking about owning your decisions, being able to have the confidence to not only decide what you want to do so you can start taking action on it, but also what it's like to come behind that decision and own it. We're going to get right into the topic today. So what are the principles of owning your decisions? There are four. One, being clear on what you want by deciding. Two, approaching your decision as if no one would disagree with it. So you can have a clear view of all the possibilities without the worry of what people think, gunking it up. (laughs) Three is going all in. So not approaching your decisions as we'll see if this works. I don't know. but owning it will work. And then number four, evaluating your results, looking for why they did work. And if anything didn't work about it, looking at that objectively, not beating yourself up and seeing if there's any areas to tweak. So very rarely does everything need to be scrapped or you have to completely burn everything to the ground to get the results you want or to make changes. Even in self-esteem, if you describe yourself as someone who's a very negative person or thinks negatively, it's usually a small tweak, a small tweak we need to make, but our minds are blowing it out of proportion. They do that. It's fine. (laughs) This is where the ownership part comes in, as in owning your decisions. You have to own and acknowledge that our minds will blow things out of proportion. So when you're feeling really low or you feel badly about something you did or didn't do, it's likely because your mind is offering you're not good enough. Blew it or should have known better or should have known better. Or my personal favorite, you're a terrible person. (laughs) If you have a habit of looking at your decisions as, ooh, I didn't make a good decision or I shouldn't have done that, That is an approach to decisions. I don't know if you know that. And so I want to be very open about that. It's a cycle of decision-making. It's called the post-regret cycle. So taking ownership that this is your mind on repeat over and over, looking at any decision that didn't go exactly as planned or anticipated as wrong, bad, or that you are not capable of making good decisions. So these are thoughts that come up with an imperfect brain. There are thoughts that we learn along the way in life. But I got to tell you, the thought you're not good enough is built in, seared into every brain of imperfection. Okay, so own that that will pop up and don't believe it. Just say no. (laughs) Don't expect that you'll naturally feel good always about every decision you make because it's built in as an imperfect response to doubt yourself. But this is the thing. It's your response back to that tendency that you're owning. So when you make decisions, here's how to own it. Feel good about it and go all in. They're the steps above I gave you. Let's go through those again. One, being clear on what you want and deciding. This is a really great point in time when you've made a decision to write it down and really own in that moment. I'm clear. 
this is well thought out, I'm ready. Because very often our minds will look at something and be like, it's not well thought out, I wasn't ready. And those are just like angsty thoughts of, ugh, that just come with discomfort of a human brain, right? And so it's really nice to look back on paper and remember, oh, I was really clear about this. I am really clear on this. I'm redeciding. I'm sticking and owning with my decision, okay? So that was one. Two, was approaching your decision as if no one would disagree with it. This gives you a clear view without first being confused or worried about what people think. Because let me just break it to you. Generally, when we're worried about what people think, we're worried about worst case scenarios of people that don't get us, don't understand, don't agree, okay? (laughs) So we're really playing with a skewed data point. If we're taking into consideration worrying what people think, yeah? So when you approach your decision first from the perspective of, okay, if no one would disagree with this and this is clear on what I want, what would I do? How would I approach it? This is going to give you access to your highest level thinking. So really it's at that point after you've approached it this way that then you could look at, okay, and what may be some feedback I receive on this? How do I want to approach that knowing in advance? It's a completely different approach to decision-making versus trying to force yourself to make a decision while you're stuck or spinning in worrying what people think. Yeah. Or worried what you think. (laughs) Yeah, so we just put the worry to the side and approach it as if no one would disagree and really owning that this is the best decision. Three is going all in, yeah? So this is not going into a decision where you're like, I have no idea and very lackadaisical about it. There's a difference between going all in to test out results where you're owning it. So you're not going into this decision to see if it works in the sense that you're like, I don't know if I'm committed. (laughs) You see the difference there? It's like, I don't know if I'm committed to this, right? Going all in means you're owning it will work because you're going to work for it. And four is a key piece of evaluating your results because there will always be gems and things that you can learn and you don't have to beat yourself up to learn a lesson, right? Like you can go all in, get results. Some will be exactly what you expected. Some won't. But the thing is here, you're evaluating to find the gems. You're looking for what did work. And if anything about it didn't work, it doesn't mean you're a bad decision maker. It doesn't mean you're a terrible person. It just shows you the next step is what to tweak. Yeah. Because remember, very rarely does everything need to be scrapped. So it's being able in number four to look objectively at maybe what didn't work without making it mean you're a person who doesn't make good decisions. Do you guys see the difference? So on the flip side, here's what happens when you don't own your decisions, okay? There's seven things. One, you will go back and forth before you make a decision, after you've made a decision, or after you've changed your mind on a decision. You'll just be going back and forth questioning like, should I do this, should I not do this? And what happens here is you may start asking everyone what you should do or just wait and not waiting to decide to think about it more because truly when we want to think about something more for the purpose of making and owning a decision, we can think about it more right now. Let me just take five minutes and think about this more. Yeah, but if we wait to decide, we're not owning. We're not owning that whatever decision we make will be willing 
to follow through on, yeah? And this is not about your ability to do it. It doesn't mean that as a person, you don't have this ability. It simply means this is the initial response your mind is offering to you about a decision and you're not challenging that, okay? So I want you to know that that's a difference. This is not a flaw. (laughs) This is just the difference in making a decision that you're confident in or going back and forth. The second thing that happens when you don't own your decisions is you're looking for the ideal perfect circumstances as if they will come one day to you. Number three is you don't want to make the wrong choice as if it would be bad, okay? Number four is you worry that your decision will reflect negatively on you. So rather than calculate the information you know or what you need to know to get started, you delay and put off compromising what you know you want to do now. And that is important to you. So good to know and be on to these, yeah? Number five is when you don't own your decisions, you make excuses that because someone else dot, 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 or because you never learned how to dot, dot, dot when I was a kid, when I was in my 20s, 10 years ago, whatever the case is, that now you can't do it, learn it, or that it's too hard for you. Not acknowledging that sometimes it's hard and it's okay. And that it's definitely hard at times for others too (laughs) who are taking action, but they are owning their decisions, right? They're stepping up to a decision and they're like, this is worth it. Yes, I made this choice. It's a hard one. Here I go. And it's not hard all the time. Number six is if you're not owning your decisions, you may beat yourself up that you shouldn't be in this cycle at all. Like you shouldn't be experiencing any of the things I'm listing out right now. You may beat yourself up, okay? And again, this is a byproduct of not owning your decisions. It doesn't mean that you have a flaw or there's some character flaw about you. It's just something you will do as an action when you don't own your decisions. And number seven, when you don't own your decisions, is you make any current circumstance you have mean that you can't do it, shouldn't do it, or won't make the decision or delay it further. So the result of that is not that you're a bad decision maker. You just don't get what you want. And then it perpetuates that what you want to create, what you want to do, how you want to feel, what you want to change about yourself is out of your hands. But really, What's happening is it's just a cycle of not owning your decisions. And so if this is something you notice you're doing, sign up for the self-esteem program immediately. (laughs) But let me give you a taste of what it can look like to just swap this cycle for yourself and go from doubting or questioning your decisions to owning your decisions. You go through those four steps that I gave you earlier. Definitely save this episode, listen to it again. But ultimately, you're owning when taking quitting and I can't off the table. All you can do is succeed. So as you make decisions and own them from that powerful cycle, you're making progress. That's the difference. Yeah, 100%. So it may not be that every single result you get when you make a decision is spot on. Check, 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 right? But you're making progress versus staying in the cycle where you're not making a decision. Start owning that when you are really solid about your decisions as a choice, 
you make progress. I guarantee you that your mind will offer you garbage <laughs> that you can't or you shoulda or you coulda or whatever, okay? Know that is okay because remember, that is seared in our imperfect brain as a default response, not a problem. This is where the change happens. It's your response to that. That's what's going to change everything. Everything. <laughs> Go listen to Responsibility. I highly recommend that episode. I will link it in the show notes. It's an episode from the very beginning of the Hello Lovely podcast that will help you go deeper into the beauty of responsibility that we give away when we think it's a burden or we want other people to decide or when we say we can't, okay? We go deeper into that, so I won't get to that here. Because this is the thing. Making decisions is a gift you have been given. It's not a burden. It's a gift. So if there is something you want to do to change, to grow, to serve, number one, own that. Decide, I'm doing this. And it doesn't have to be perfect on the way to be accomplished. That we know for sure. (laughs) Okay? The fact that we are here right now shows that amazing things don't have to be perfect. They don't have to go as planned. But the ultimate goal will be achieved and it's who you become on the way that creates the beautiful life for you on the way without having to wait until the future result is realized. So the way you make decisions and own them right now keeps your path straight. Own that beauty. Own it. Own the decisions you make. Make them on purpose. As you see, each one has a result. Own how that's for you. Take the lesson as gold, not as a weapon against yourself, and honor that you are here. You are here, despite the challenges you've had up to this point. And I'm sure you could list them out. Like if we have a chance and opportunity to sit down and have a cup of coffee together, and you relay the challenges that you've been through, you are here. And you are stronger than you think. You're surrounded by support, and you can do this. You will do this. So here's my invitation to you. If you want to own your decisions and be authentic, strong, resilient, schedule a consultation for the self-esteem program now. You'll get the foundational tools to be yourself in the program. Make peace with whatever has held you back in the past, even if it's these cycles, especially if it's these cycles. This is okay. You're right where you need to be. This is what you need to do right now. Go to misschristywilliams.com and click on work with Christy. That's M-S-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E williams.com. And then once you get to the website, click on work with Christy. Let's get started. As soon as you book your consultation appointment, you'll immediately get an email with our Zoom details and we'll just get started from there. Don't let another week go by wondering why you feel this way or hope something changes. We have the tools you need in the self-esteem program to turn that around right now. So what you need to do is go to misschristywilliams.com and schedule that consultation. All right, lovely. Have the best week and I'll see you inside the self-esteem program.